If someone gave you the chance to make all your dreams come true, wouldn't you do it? And if you failed, wouldn't you be happy you at least got the chance to try? I need to take this chance, and I'm so glad you're here with me. Welcome to Casey's Corner. to episode so Casey's Corner. It's episode number two. If you can believe it, we survived the first episode and I'm like strong enough to do a second one. Oh my goodness. I am just floored and overwhelmed and grateful for the response I got off of episode one. Um, and a huge thank you again to Kristen for being such an amazing guest and my first guest. Hey, I see you on there, babe. <laughs> um, it was so fulfilling for me and I think that in a year where we are coming out of a year where we all just have felt so like exhausted and empty kind of just like sucked dry it's it feels good to be doing something that fills my cup so thank you all for giving me a platform and a space to comfortably and um, confidently do this so I will give a disclosure for today because I have some workers uh, working in our backyard. We're having some work done. So I feel like I almost should say like this episode of Casey's Corner is filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> like remember when the old sitcoms used to say that and most of them were filmed in like Disney World at MGM Studios, like Buena Vista, Florida, <laughs> they would say that. Oh my gosh. Anyway, before we, you know, get too far ahead of ourselves. I do have some sad news. Unfortunately, Oprah could not visit with us today, but I have a great guest today. She is the mastermind behind Core Memory Candles that I have in my house. If you've seen these before, they are a way of bringing the amazing scents from the park home because you know when you walk in to your favorite Disney Resort Hotel, or you walk down Main Street and you smell the, the sweet cinnamon vanilla scent, you go on Soarin' and you get all those scents. Yeah, well, my next guest has figured out a way to put them in a candle and bring them home for you. But not only that, she actually is someone who just is so inspiring, so motivating, to me at least, um, and such like a boss babe. Like every time I see her do a story or posting or something like that, I'm just like, you're such a boss. And without further ado, let me introduce Lisa. Go ahead and join. She is Lisa Denoto Glasner, also known as the Castle Runner. So we'll get her started on here to chat with us. Let's see if we can get her joining. Are you on there? Let's wave to some of you guys while you're on here. Hi, everyone. There you are. All right. Technology. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. This this like Instagram live thing always makes me nervous. <laughs> I know. Well, because that's, you can never like, gonna connect. Yeah, you can never rely on technology. These are things I've learned and. <laughs> It's fine. I'm glad. I think we all just have that understanding, though. Yeah, totally. No worries. No worries. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and chat with me. This is like one of those crazy pipe dreams that I'm fulfilling. And I know you're doing that for yourself in a lot of different ways, too. Just following your dreams and making stuff happen for yourself. Yeah, we're all just making it happen, right? So no, totally. thanks for having me. This is such a cool idea. And I love that you're doing this. Thank you. So I'm going to give you the floor and kind of just introduce yourself to those of my, you know, in the audience or followers and everyone that are watching that may not know you yet. 
Hey, thank you. So um, yeah, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Lisa Denoto Glasner. Um, I now live in Central Florida, like a mile as the crow flies from Cinderella Castle with my husband and my two sons. Um, you would know me on Instagram as The Castle Runner, um, and I, my blog is The Castle Run, um, where I kind of document this crazy journey that we've made. I used to be a big law attorney, walked away from it a little while ago, um, and we are just like rewriting life from scratch, um, a part of that being moving to our heart place, which is Walt Disney World. So like I said, we live right here, um, and we're kind of rebuilding our lives from scratch down here. Um, I document that whole journey on my blog, The Castle Run. I also cover a lot of running stuff there. Running is another big thing for me and Run Disney, of course. Um, and like Casey mentioned, I also have a um, candle company called Core Memory Candles. That's candles, wax melts, oils, sprays. I've got a couple of other things in the pipeline, um, but it's sort of the sense from all around the park. Um, and there are other Disney candle companies out there. I just wasn't finding what I wanted on the market. So I assumed I probably wasn't the only one. I tend to like to bring Disney into my world in like really subtle ways. Like I don't care about Mickey Mouse or primary colors or all that, all that stuff. I mean, I, it's fine. I just don't need it in my home. Um, and so the way I bring Disney in is sort of like, it's our little secret kind of thing. Like I have a watercolor of the boardwalk and like patent drawings over the TV of like doom buggies and stuff. Like, so unless you kind of knew, you wouldn't know. And that's kind of what I wanted in a candle. Like I wanted, if you walked in to someone's home and you weren't a Disney person and you saw the candle, you would just think it was like this beautiful candle that smelled really good. Um, and it's kind of our secret that it's like the contemporary lobby or Gaston cinnamon rolls. Um, so that's what I was looking for. I wasn't finding it on the market. I figured I couldn't be the only one. And so I kind of taught myself how to do it. And now I am also the owner um, of Core Memory Candles. So amazing. it's all coming together. It's like, you know, you yeah. rewrite your life and you kind of open the doors and see which ones knock and what's what's doing. And, um, and the path is always really interesting if you just kind of try to listen to the universe. <laughs> Totally. I'm here for that. I love what you said too about like the little secret, if you know, you know, kind of thing, yeah. like with the yeah. sense. It's so spot on. Well, listen, moving to Disney, just packing up, moving to Florida, uh, that's quite a flex for a Disney fan. <laughs> it's quite the big flex. So, what is it about the parks that started your love affair as a kid or growing up? What, what is it that made you fall in love with the Disney parks? So when I was growing up, I wasn't like this crazy Disney obsessed kid. I like we would take family vacations here and like they were yeah. fun, but then we would go home and it would just be life and I wouldn't like long for <laughs> Disney as a child. It was just, you know, a family thing that we did most years. Um, and then I spent a period of time away from the parks, um, away from Disney in general, like kind of through college and law school and my, my early like family years. And um, I remember like my, we, we, it's a whole separate story, obviously, but you know, we, we lost my dad um, a number of years ago. Um, and my mom and I were kind of just dealing with from the period of time when he was sick and kind of the horrible like red tape of death stuff that you have to deal with. Like it, it was just a very bad year and a half <laughs> to say the least. And so my mom and I were talking, we're like, you know, we just need to like get the heck out of Dodge, just go somewhere happy, like just get away from it all. So six months after my dad passed, we find ourselves where else but Walt Disney World, because when you want to go somewhere happy, this is where you go. And like I said, like I'd always enjoyed it growing up, but I just remember like that, that first night, it was like, a, it was Columbus Day weekend. So it was like that perfect Florida fall weather in the evening. We were staying at Boardwalk. So that's where we were like standing outside. The kids were like watching one of the performers on the Boardwalk and I was just standing there with them and kind of like looking around myself and breathing in the air and 
And I was like, yeah, this, like, this is my spot. Like, this is my spot. And I liken it, like, when I was in high school, I felt the same way about New York City. And that's why I went to college in New York City, because I, I just remember, like, coming into New York City and, like, if you know, you know, like, again, like, yeah. if, if the energy of a place gels with you, your whole body just feels it. Mm -hmm. And that's how I felt about New York years and years ago. I definitely don't feel that way about New York anymore. It's just not my, not my <laughs> personal spot anymore. I feel like it's changed a lot. But that night, it's that one night at Boardwalk, I remember standing outside on Crescent Lake and just like feeling that vibe. And I was just like, yeah, this is my spot. And like that oversimplifies things, of course, because there's all the difficulties and stuff with relocating. But like, yeah. that's the root of it. Like that, that moment was the root of it. And it's still how I feel like I, this isn't so much about it's wonderful being by the parks, but it's not so much about being by the parks. It's just sort of the vibe of this place in general. And you know very well, like the community that's down here, how amazing they are. So, you know, we don't have family down here, but we do have family down here because of the people. Right. Um, that I know are some friends of yours as well that, um, that are down here. So it's the spot for us. <laughs> very cool. So living so close to the parks, though, there's, you know, and going to the parks very often as a Disney fan as well, we always get the, aren't you sick of it? Comment, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. what are some things that, in your opinion, are easily overlooked that continue to make Disney so timeless and so accessible to go over and over again? So the very first thing I'll say separate from that is that when somebody asks you if you're going to be sick of it, like when you say you're going to move here, that's always the question, right? And I'm like, yeah. Nowhere else do people say that. Like when I moved to Columbia, Maryland, <laughs> nobody was like, aren't you going to get sick of the mall? That's so like, true. No, it's just where you live. And like so the recreational activities are what you do on the side. So like, no, I'm no less sick of living a mile from Cinderella Castle than you are from living wherever you live. <laughs> Fair enough. Totally. That being said, I mean, there's just so much, right? As a, if you're here on vacation and you kind of have your like key attractions and stuff that you want to see and do, like, it's one thing, but living here, I mean, it's just year-round from one festival to the next, the different, like, restaurants and, like, specials that they do week to week, like, the merchandise that you can follow. Like, there, there's just always something happening, and I think a lot of it is, like, the music at Epcot. Like, if you don't feel like you get your money's worth out of an AP, you're out of your mind. There's yeah. concerts, like, several, I mean, not this last year, setting that aside and all that craziness, like, Three, three times a night, every night of your life, there's like a concert 10 minutes from your house. So cool. <laughs> at Epcot. Yeah. You know, go see Voices of Liberty. Like, go to Disney Springs. Like, you don't have to be in a park. Go to Disney Springs and watch, the, like, the live music there. There's just, there's so much, like, day-to-day -day amazing stuff that you have being this close to this place. Um, yeah, like, if you have an AP and you don't get your money's worth, I, I can't help you. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that that's... There's so many cities where people are just bored to death. And like you said, no one ever asks, well, right. you're going to get sick of it in wherever else you are. But you're in a place where there's always going to be something to do. So such, yeah. such moved, an overnight. I've moved so many times in my life. And like, this, that was the only move people ever said that. And I was like, like that's so funny. Really yeah, like... I, I totally can imagine that that would be the case. <laughs> well, listen, let's, uh, let's talk Run Disney okay. for a little bit. Okay. So tell me how many races have you done? Disney, Run Disney races. Um, I don't know the total anymore off the top of my head. I think I so saw your medal collection a few days. Ago. I mean, it's probably like, like, it's over 100, like 105. I think like around 100. Wow. Oh, my gosh. How would you describe a run Disney event? Um, it's just everything you love about Disney World and everything that's fun about racing. And you just that's all. 
part of it. Yeah. I mean, no, but it's just, it, it, think to yourself, what would it be like if Disney did a race? And like, the answer is what Run Disney's like, because it's from like the entertainment on the course, like the community, the Run Disney community is so insanely amazing, of course. Um, the theming, the entertainment on the course, the entertainment beforehand, just how well organized it is. Um, like you, you, you haven't lived until you've run down that stretch of Main Street. Oh, as I'm a sure. part of the Run Disney race. I did, like, I did the 5K. I did the 5K, the Princess 5K 2019. And that was my first, not only my first Run Disney event, my first yeah. running event ever. So That's I always feel like it's important for people to know, like it's very accessible and it's not intimidating. And you can go at your leisure, um, but running through Epcot and just mm -hmm. running around the countries, yeah. I had tears in my eyes so often. And you're right. There's just, there's something about being in the park that just makes your run even more magical. Um, what would you suggest to people who do feel a little intimidated and are kind of like, deciding to dip their toes in if they want to do the next the upcoming events that they just announced. So you mentioned the 5k and that's my answer. Yeah. I mean, the run Disney 5ks are so incredibly accessible. If you're a Disney fan, if you love Disney and you love Walt Disney World and this property, you owe it to yourself to do a 5k because seeing the parks through the, the run Disney's um, setup and all the entertainment yeah. and stuff that's on the course, you're never going to experience you know, world showcase at dawn with all the torches going and the music going and character, like it's just such a unique experience. And the 5Ks in particular, I mean, any any Disney race, you've got literally all shapes and sizes, all yeah. ages, all sorts of people. You can dress up in costume if that's what you're into. You don't have to dress up in costume. There's plenty of people that do both. I sometimes low key dress up. I sometimes go on a pair of black leggings and yeah. nobody blinks an eye either way, obviously. And the 5Ks are totally untimed. They are completely right. untimed, right. literally. Like you, if you can walk, if you can, you know, if you look at your um, pedometer at the end of a Disney Parks day, and you're, I'm quite certain you've logged more than 3.1 miles. Right. Oh, that's anyway, what you're doing. Like, just, you know, it's, it, it, you can walk 3.1. If you can do Walt Disney World, you can walk 3.1. And they're completely untimed. So do that, kind of get your feet wet kind of get the feel for like how they work, how you register, like what getting there in the morning is like. And then if you're into it, you can think about doing some of the longer races if you want. But to the 5K, like there's nothing intimidating whatsoever about the 5K, I promise you. Promise yeah, you. I feel like I Message got- Message me like if, you're, little, if you're intimidated, because I'll get I got going. a little bitten by the bug, I won't lie. Like I registered yeah. for the five and the 10 for 2020, and then, you know, <laughs> that yeah. happened. That happened. But, but I even, I, thought for sure I was going to kind of just like take the easy way out and just fudge sometimes for the 5k because I ended up canceling the 10k because I didn't want to do that not in the parks but I was like I can do a 5k by myself and I thought for sure I was going to just fudge it but you know what I got up I got out I did it and Good for you. you just you feel that sense of community community even virtually mm -hmm. so I am glad that they're giving that option again this year too. Yeah, I love that they're offering the virtual. I mean, it's a win-win for everybody. Obviously, it's a great moneymaker for them because it's yeah. virtual. I mean, yeah. realistically, but <laughs> it's great because you can still be a part of it. And I think we all realize like how important virtuals are over the course of the last year, just being able to still get that community spirit. Um, and obviously, they all are for um, great causes. And so your virtual yeah. payment largely goes toward, you know, whatever the 
whether it's leukemia lymphoma or Make-A-Wish or whatever it is that's, you know, the benefit beneficiary of that race, you're benefiting them as well. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you, if you could create a any sort of Disney-themed run Disney event, what would it be? Now that The Greatest Showman is on Disney+, Plus, <laughs> that would be so I cool. I to do a Greatest Showman race for so long. If, if oh. I'm allowed for that to be my answer, that's my answer. I totally. want The Greatest Showman race totally. like, so bad with The Greatest Showman entertainment and like the music blaring on the course and like, this is me at the finish line. Yes. Like, if I'm allowed to say Greatest Showman, that li I, I literally want to do a Greatest Showman race. Like, I actually want to organize a Greatest Showman. That sounds really fun. That's my answer. <laughs> I think you could get a petition going. I could, I could get behind that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Who couldn't? <laughs> All right, let's switch uh, switch gears and talk about those fabulous uh, candles sitting behind you and on the shelves behind you. Um, we talked briefly about it in your intro, but tell us again, kind of where this whole candle company idea was born. So I've always been really into, like so many of us are, into candles and scent, and like the power of scent to transport you um, and looking back at when I was not a Disney local and would really long for this place. Cause when I kind of fell in love with it again, that moment I told you about until we moved here, when I wasn't here, like my heart hurt for it. And I know a lot of us get that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, a lot of times I would look for the candles, like the scents to bring into my home. And, um, and I was always looking for like one that hit just right for what I was looking for. And I tell you, like there are days, like for me, it is kind of that ocean air scent the contemporary lobby and like that was the one that I always wanted um, which is my ocean flight scent candle yeah um and there were days when I would light it and it would just bring me home and it would be so comforting truth told there were days when I couldn't burn it because it hurt my heart too much like there are nights when I can't listen to the like the illumination soundtrack you know <laughs> like there are days yeah. when I'd be like it would just it would be so powerful like to smell it I was just, like my heart couldn't take it um but anyway so I, I have always loved the power of scent and would myself use the Disney scents to transport myself. Um, and as my community grew and we moved here and people from my community weren't here with me, um, I kind of wanted to give that to them and also to keep bringing them into my home. And like I said, you know, there are other Disney scent companies on the market, but none of them were what I was looking for. And my community and I tend to have a lot in common. And I figured if I needed them, they probably needed them too. And so I started to play with um waxes and oils and so like kind of teaching myself how to craft mm -hmm. like a beautiful awesome candle um and i found my favorite waxes and my favorite wicks and my favorite vessels and i love graphic design so i was doing the label design and i love to write so i was sort of writing if you go on the candle page or even like buy a candle there's a note or a text on the page that kind of talks about why the scent is important to me or us as a community mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, so that's the long answer to your question. Like I, I felt I wanted this in my life and I figured I wasn't the only one. So I kind of taught myself how to do it. And now this is actually the first, my, this is brand new, this whole setup behind me. Very um, cool. But yeah, they, there's like a little, it's not actually a shop because people don't shop here, but like it looks like a little shop in my house. Yeah. It's super cute. <laughs> it's really cute. Very cool. And you know, to your point about just, making things look a little bit different. I totally know there are other companies out there, but I, it's funny, I actually just posted this yesterday in my story. I saw a really great quote that was like, just because someone else has a slice of the pie doesn't mean the pie is gone. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much opportunity. And I talked about this in my first episode with my guest, Kristen, about 
people easily get discouraged when they see someone else doing something similar to what they want to do. Yeah. And I think it's so important that we all not, you know, let each other get discouraged when we see that happening, but say, okay, well, how can you do it? How can you do it a little bit differently? How can you put your spin on it? And if, the, if you feel like there isn't a seat at the table, we make a bigger table, we get a different chair, whatever you need to do. I love that whole mentality. And it seems like that's what you're doing as well for yourself. Yeah, and honestly, just like if does what on does what is on the market work for you? Yeah, that's the only question you need to ask. Does yeah. what's on the market work for you? Because if it does work for you, buy it. Yeah, and if it doesn't work for you, if you want to try to make your own and you know, there's going to be other people out there who agree with you that what's on the market doesn't work. And that's really the only question for me. Because you know, if you don't care about what's on the market, then you probably don't care enough the product to put <laughs> to, to develop it. Right. Um, you know, so if, if there's a space in the market, you're going to know it because you're going to feel it. And no, I think you're totally, out. you're yeah. filling that space because I know you and I have talked about this, but like just your simple design about just the, the contrast of the text and everything, it's so subtle. And like you said, it's the whole, if you know, you know, kind of yeah. thing. And I mean, I have these, I have them in my kitchen. I have one over here on my credenza because they just work. They're so, you know, modern and elegant. I love the design that you went with. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, okay. So let me ask, because there's obviously people who are going to be running over to your website after we chat and after they watch our video, what are some of like the top scents that you recommend for people to kind of break the gate, get their gateway candle? <laughs> so um, depending on what like your heart spot is at Disney, obviously this answer is going to vary, yeah. but um, you know, the quick, the go-tos, the absolute go-tos are obviously Ocean Flight. It's that classic scent that's very iconic to Disney World. It's used in a lot of places. If you love Beach Club, Yacht Club, The Contemporary, Bay Lake Tower, Soaring Over Fiji, um, being in the water at Flight of Passage, that's all that classic iconic scent. That is Ocean Flight, the candle, um, and so that is probably my most common go-to. Um, especially if you're buying a gift for someone. The other yeah. one in that category is Main Street. It's a gorgeous scent. It's obviously more sort of food oriented. It smells like popcorn and cake and sweets and ice cream and all those like goodies as you're turning that corner and seeing the castle. So Main Street would be my second one. Um, Castillo del Moro, because it is probably the most iconic of the weird Disney smells yeah. that people love. It's Castillo del Moro is the Pirates of the Caribbean building. Um, that's why it's called that. So it is my pirate, my pirate water inspired candle, but there's also a lot of other scents like, you know, fire and gunpowder gun and all that good stuff. Um, so those are five. Um, Riviera is an absolutely beautiful scent. Whether you've been in that lobby or not, you deserve to have the scent in your home. It's absolutely beautiful. That is in my cart right now, yeah. actually. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of my absolute biggest sellers just because it smells so darn good. And if you've been in that lobby, I promise you it's what the candle smells like. I, I nailed it. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. How many times, like how many rounds do you feel like you have to go in order to get that scent right? And like, do you bring samples to the lobby and like, <laughs> I, I, have, that I have absolutely done that during the closure. It was a mess and then it's been like hard to get in the resorts and I'm always like trying to talk my way in, but I don't want to tell the security guard that I'm just coming to smell the lobby. Smell I always like lie and say there's like a cupcake I need to blog about or something <laughs> like that's better. Um, yeah. Cause I can't, I don't want to tell them I have to smell their, to smell their lobby. It takes a while. I mean, some of them, Castillo del Moro was absolutely far and away my hardest fragrance because it's a scent you need like it's it's it is probably up there top three for any disney crazy scent person it's that pirate water smell yeah. um but it doesn't smell good you know it's right. not a good smell 
in right. the in the in the ride and the attraction. Yeah. So I wanted to find a way to kind of channel it, but still make your house smell good. And it took it was so hard. I remember like I announced I was launching the company, and it was the one scent I hadn't finalized. Oh. And because I was like, I just need to do it. It's going to force me to get it done. Everything else is finished. Yeah. And um and so I remember staying up late that night, and I was making myself so sick smelling. <laughs> And I finally was like, that's it. And I stopped and I like Lysol my whole kitchen, Mr. Clean, and I like, got rid of it all of the coffee. And I started fresh the next day and I did end up finishing it. That was far and away my hardest. Far and away. Oh my goodness. That's funny. It's okay. So I'm going to ask you a question for my own benefit right now, because like I said, I'm loading up my cart and I'm a little bit torn between the, you know, the full size candle, an oil or a melt. Like what's going to give me the most concentrated or the most like scent dispersal through the house so you know as far as filling a room a candle mm -hmm. is going to do that better because you've got that immediate heat um a lot of it is just how you like to do your scents like oil a lot of people get like dryer balls and drop the oil on it and throw it in there with their clothes like there's oh, a lot cool. of uses for oil that are amazing oh, i have friends right. that'll that have a fire table outside and they'll sprinkle the oil on the glass and the fire table and it will disperse it while they're sitting so outside cool. So the oil is more just like, do you like to do it that way? Do you want to like play with them? They're only eight bucks. So I always yeah. say like, just throw an oil in with your purchase. Cause if you like the scent, you can have it everywhere. If you've got a bottle right. of oil. Okay. Um, the wax melts last a long time, like a long time. Um, I wouldn't even want to tell you because I would sell so few if I told you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can actually pop them out and put them in a Tupperware. If you want to change out smells, you're not stuck with oh, okay. that smell if you do melts. Um, so yeah, so wax melts again, like I like just, and I'll sometimes just take a block and like put it in my bedroom, not even melt it. Or like oh. my kids have favorites that they'll pop in. Um, and a candle is just the experience of a candle. You know, I mean, it will fill a space, you know, just because of the way it's been heating going into the room. Um, but there's also just the beauty of having a candle burning in your house, right? So it's, it's just however you like to consume your fragrances. Cool. All right. We're just adding up. We're adding more. Throw in the oils. Throw in. I love the, the like fabric refresher that I saw. Yes. On there. Yeah. Yeah. So when I love first that. launched them, they were sort of focused on masks because that, yeah. that's sort of what everybody was needing a refreshing, refreshing of. But um, they're great for your car, the sprays. Yes. Um, and a lot of people like that have a heart fragrance that they really love will spray it on their pillow at night. Oh, nice. So if you love that Riviera scent or that Ocean yeah. Float scent um, or whatever, um, you can spray it on your pillow at night and that's very relaxing. So cool. not just I like those ideas. <laughs> very fun. Well, listen, there are so many people out there that have a dream, have a goal, have this hobby that they want to take to the next level, which is obviously something that you've done in quite a few different ways and different elements of your life. Yeah. What is some advice that you would give to them just to kind of take that next step? I mean, I think just realize that it's hard for everybody. Like it took me a year. I was in a job I was miserable in for 12 plus years um, and felt stuck and felt financially stuck and emotionally stuck and toxed out with work. So just know that like, you're not alone. It's it. Don't say, well, this isn't for me because it's too hard to get out. Like, see if you, for me, we just got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. And I remember calling up a friend of mine and saying, I, we're getting me out. We're getting me out. I can't do it anymore. And she was like, Lisa, you're, it's your whole identity. Like you hate it, but it's your whole identity. Like you can't just, she said, you know, put a date on your calendar, whether it's two weeks from now or six years from now or somewhere in between, pick it, put a date on the calendar and then use the period between now and then to figure out 
you know, both financially and psychologically and emotionally, how to get to that point. Because she was right. I hated law at that point. Like, I love law. I hated the practice of law. Um, and so I wanted to get away from it so badly, but it was such a big part of who I was. And so for me, I put a date on my calendar. It was six months out from that conversation with my friend. Um, and I did spend those six months accordingly and I got myself, I got myself out. So that's, you know, that's all I can say is like, don't underestimate how hard it is for anyone else. Like you deserve it too, even though it's easy, even though it's hard, um, you know, and then kind of be realistic with yourself about how long you need to get from point A to point B and, and write it down. I like that. There's so many people who just need to see it in writing, yeah. like yeah. see that down. That's awesome. Yeah. So let me ask what's next for you. What are you working on? Um, I just more, um, more and bigger and more and bigger of the same. I have a few new products in the pipeline cool. as far as the candle line is concerned um, that I'm really, really excited about. I'm stupid excited about Run Disney coming back and digging my nails into all of that again. I never yeah. stopped training, but I'm going to like really be training now. <laughs> um, you know, and, and then as far as the blog and stuff, just, you know, growing it and connecting with you guys more. And, um, you know, I feel like the more I connect with my community, the more I see where my space is in all of this. And so I just keep trying to do that. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking your time and you. speaking with me and sharing your love of Disney. It's so great to be able to find, you know, other Disney moms and just Disney lovers all in this space. So thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thank you, darling. It was so fun <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone, make sure you go and follow Lisa. Check out her both, uh, both handles, The Castle Runner and at Core Memory Candles. You can also follow her blog castlerun.com. I will see everyone next time. <laughs>